0: Hey
1: yeah. Out! Hey, hey, come in here. Ow! 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 Ow!
0: Ow! Ow! Dude, Legos all over. Wish this? Come on. What? You got Legos all over in here in the booth. Yeah, I'm playing with the Legos. Would you g- g- get up off the floor, get on the mic. Here. <laughs> oh, those
1: hurt. Well, you know, I'm, oh, wait, let me test the microphone. Hello, hello, hello. I wish I could make a Lego microphone. I bet I could. Let me get my... Oh,
0: stop, stop. You've got Legos all over in the booth. You couldn't put these... I stepped... Oh, boy. I, th- those are painful. You ever step on a Lego? Ho, ho, ho. All right. But, okay, you got the Legos here because you knew I was going to talk about Lego Star Wars
1: and, and Legos today, huh? Yeah, look at that. Right there. That looks like obi Snobby obi Obi-Wan Kenobi? Obi-lobi-gobi. And the Obi-Wan Kenobi,
0: uh, and that, no, that looks just like a a block of Legos with nothing. No, look at the little lightsaber there with it. The, that, that's, okay. Okay, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you tried, and that's nice. I appreciate it. But yeah, we're going to talk. This is a lot of leg- These are my Legos. Yeah, I found them in the thing there. I just pulled them out, and it was right there. Okay, please don't lose my Legos. I've had these Legos since I was a kid, Hank. Yeah? They're pretty cool. Yeah, these are these are my these are my Legos. Look at that, that's pretty See this is what happens though. You start just snapping them together and look at that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna make Oh, look at this. It's like that's that's kinda cool. What is that?
1: That looks like Billy. <laughs>
0: doesn't look like Billy. All right. Well Hank, can we clean up some of these? here, let me, get, let me just Push those around, okay? Just so I can at least stand here, okay? Ah, <sighs> hello everybody. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. We are uh, gonna talk Legos today. If you hadn't guessed, now I should say hello there. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. That's what I'll say because we're gonna talk specifically. We're gonna talk Star Wars Legos too because the game has finally come out, and we're gonna talk about it. And Hank, okay, what? What's
1: here, here here. Yeah, say hello. hello, hello.
0: <laughs> you made you made a Lego microphone. That's good. I mean, uh, it just looks like a bunch of blocks together, but yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. You don't. You need like silver ones, is what you need, because mics are usually silver.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Although, yeah, see, electronics twenty two hundred microphones black. Let me see. I got some black Legos here. Let me let me let me snap those together. There. And there, and there, and there, and there. Okay, you're going... Wow, you're going very fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, right there. There. That looks like an SE Electronics 2200 uh, Lego microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of. Yeah. You need a little red dot in the middle, though, for the logo. Oh, let me see if I can... Hank, uh, yeah. hey, you know what? Let us let me just... Uh, let me get on with the show, and let's bring in Mr. Announcer Guy. Here, move some of those out of the way so Mr. Announcer
1: Guy can come... Hey,
0: Mr. Announcer Guy!
1: Yes, James. Ow. Oh, you stepped on a Lego. Sorry. Yeah, man. I was I was walking in and they ooh yeah, I got a Lego in the foot.
0: Yeah, you don't want a Lego in the foot. Okay, well we're doing uh we're doing a Lego special today, Mr. Announcer Guy.
1: Yeah, man, I can see that. Which mic do you want me to talk into? The real one or the Lego one? <laughs>
0: Well, why don't you announce into the uh, real microphone, the real SE Electronics 2200 mic, which again, we love the 2200. Go to seelectronics.com. Check out their mics, everybody. Uh, it's not They're not a, uh, necessarily a sponsor or anything. Uh, I don't get paid to say that. I just like their mics and I've made it the official mic of the JAT cast, the podcast. So there you go. They've got good stuff. And tell them, but, but tell them. If you do go there, tell them that I sent you.
1: Okay. All right. There you go. All right. Um, th- these are addictive, aren't they? Yeah, man. I'm making a little uh, headphones. You're making,
0: <laughs> you're making Lego headphones. Okay. All right. Well, you, Why don't you... Hey, hey, Jerry, the music, man. Yeah, James. Cueing the Lego music for the Lego James Arnold Taylor Podcast Lego. Okay. If only Lego was a sponsor and was actually paying us to say Lego and over and over. Because, boy, we're we're doing pretty good. Cue that music.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Lego builders of all ages, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, talking to myself, The Jetcast. On today's show, Jet's gonna talk Lego, Lego, Lego. Yeah man. Now here he is the same guy that's doing all the Lego voices you're hearing, including this one, James Arnold Lego. I see what you did
0: there. James Arnold Lego. Okay, thank you. I'm going to move. Oh, boy. that's You got most of them kind of put away there, Hank. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I'm going to keep making stuff. You need the little Obi-Wan Kenobi one. There's I I probably, you know, I don't have
0: an Obi-Wan Kenobi Lego. I should because I am Obi-Wan Kenobi, Lego Obi-Wan Kenobi. In fact, let's bring in, you know what? We've had Obi-Wan on the show many times before. I don't know if we've ever had Lego Obi-Wan Kenobi on the show. Lego Obi, hey, hey uh, help me, Lego Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Hello there. Oh, hello, Lego Obi Wan Kenobi. Boy, Oh, boy, you're big, boxy kind of guy. You take up a lot of room. Well, I don't believe I'm any bigger than anyone else. You should see Lego of the Hut. Yeah, I would imagine he's quite big. So, uh, hey, Lego Obi Wan, are you excited about the big, you know, the the Skywalker saga? All of the this this fantastic, beautiful game that Lego has put out. It's just gorgeous, and you're wonderful in it. Well, I appreciate that very much, James. Yeah, so I'm I'm, f- I'm sorry. I'm fiddling with Legos as I talk to you. Anyways, uh, great to have you on. So the game came out uh, this last week, and everybody's been talking about it. It's been a lot of fun. So I thought I would tell some Lego stories today and talk about different things with Lego and, you know, kind of like how my beginnings with Voicing things for Legos and stuff. And then tell stories about my Lego adventures as a kid, even. Because this is, right there, this is a big bucket of Legos that I've had since I was a kid. So, look at that. Pretty good, huh? So, Lego Obi-Wan. People are talking a lot about the scenes from the Skywalker Saga Lego game. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, is a video game. uh, It came out this last weekend. Boy, it's getting a lot of attention. And you know everybody's uh, talking about, like, your your performance, Lego Obi-Wan, as... Obi-Wan in this and how it matches to the movies. People are taking our voices and they're syncing them up with the live action movies and stuff and all that. So we'll talk about that. But for you, you were just living your adventure. You were just part of the whole saga, right? Yes, that's right, James. I was just simply doing my part as a Jedi Knight. We're happy to have you here in the studio, in the booth. You are boxy, but good. <laughs> Maybe we'll have you back here in a bit. We'll talk about some other uh, Lego stuff as we go.
1: But thank you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, thank you. I'm going to go have a Lego snack.
0: Okay. Hey, Hank, help him with the Lego snack.
1: Ooh, let me make you a Lego onion sandwich, Obi-Wan. Okay, let me just put that together. Okay,
0: guys, let's go
1: Go do that out there while I talk. Okay, come on, Lego Obi-Wan. Ooh, Lego onion sandwich sounds wonderful. Ooh,
0: gosh, okay. Well, hopefully that won't be as as potent smelling as a real sandwich anyways the lego adventures uh, man I, you know i've had many adventures with legos and as a kid i played with legos very young i remember i got a lego set for christmas when i was gosh i was probably you know 10 10 or 11 i guess and it was a big one and you could build anything but you know back then see again you got to remember I'm I'm older than many of you listening and so this was in the the 70s the 80s early 80s late 70s and so lego was you know pretty new kind of well i mean not it was it just wasn't anything like it is now and so now it is so, so much better so like my legos here are pretty much just all the blocks you got like you know oh you got the the favorite block is, of course, the what is it eight, eight eight dots or you know two, four, six, eight yeah there's there's two of them on there, and it's just that standard block, and that's brick, I guess I say brick right, it's a Lego brick, and then the little three, I would call it, i guess like a four a four one though not a not an eight it has eight little dots on the top but four across on each side so I guess that's like the four I would call it a four and then there's the three which is one less and those two are kind of like your main ones but you know what I always liked I always like these ones these are the um the um the long ones that are only one side you know what I mean and the Legos are just they're intriguing and they like when I was really young, I had Lincoln logs and those were fun because you could build with Lincoln logs, which is just that wood. And some of you may know what those are. And then the smell of them and it smelled like this, you know, God knows what's in that wood, but it just had this, had a very specific smell. Legos didn't have a smell, which is great because I don't, I don't always love smells on things. I'm pretty sensitive to smells after having uh, black toxic mold poisoning years ago. That's another story for another time. I, I I but I always say I inherited the worst superhero power of all time. Like people are like when I got exposed to black mold uh, years ago. You know, it's kind of like Barry Allen, who's the Flash, who I'm the voice of, who I'm also the voice of Lego Flash. Look at that! Look at the uh, the connections I'm making here. But. Barry Allen was exposed to chemicals in, in the lab. He was a police detective, you know, scientist, and he was exposed to those chemicals, which made him the flash, right? Well, I was exposed to black toxic mold and it it didn't give me any superpowers. It took away my voice <laughs> and I lost my voice and then I had to rebuild my voice. So that was okay. You know, God God was good to me to, to help me to rebuild my voice. But then it left me with like, you know, did you have any residual effects from the black mold? Yes, I smell things everywhere. Like, so, Oops, I dropped a Lego. Well, I don't want to step on that. Hang on. Oh, boy. I don't want to step on a Lego. So, so now I can smell like if somebody's smoking a cigarette, like 12 blocks away, I can smell it. Or if somebody uh, comes into the house and they're wearing cologne or perfume, man, that's hard on my system. So I'm overly sensitive to chemicals and smells now after being exposed to black mold. But Anyway, so that's my lame superpower from from being exposed to black mold. And that's off on a tangent, but talking about the Flash, man. So I'm Lego Flash. I've been Lego Robin. I've been Lego Obi-Wan, of course, Lego Plo I was also Lego, so in one of the earlier ones, so now earlier on in the Lego games, you had and and it's pretty cool. I guess they do this in the Skywalker saga as well. They have mumble mode where you can just put it on mumble mode. And then we all just... Mm, 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 mm. We just make mumble sounds. So the original Lego games that I did, like when I was Lego Robin in the original Lego Batman video game, I was Robin. And it was just me going... Mm, mm. <laughs> you know just all those little noises and so the original games didn't have talking and then somewhere along the line they shifted because i think they realized it was huge people liked it they liked the stories of legos being told you know like other stories like star wars or marvel or dc or any of these stories being told with lego characters but they needed to actually speak And so uh, for years now, I've been part of the Lego Justice League where I've been the Flash and so, so blessed and honored to be the voice of the Flash there. The Flash was my favorite superhero growing up. I was always a huge fan of the fastest man alive. Now he's the fastest Lego alive. The Flash. So I was thrilled. We got to do some real... We've done many different movies, but the, my favorite one by far was the Lego Flash movie that came out, I want to say like three or four years ago, probably four, yeah, four years ago. And what fun did we have putting that together? It was so great. And I got to, I got to star as Lego Flash. But I've played Lego Flash for all of the Justice League ones there, and you can find those. Uh, they're, uh, they're streamable or whatever, I'm sure. But ooh, let's all drink some Lego water. Not really. It's it's just water. I mean, it is good, but it's not Lego water. You know what I mean? I don't know what Lego water would taste like. It wouldn't taste like anything. It would just be plastic. Are you drinking your water? I hope you are. Hey, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Mr. Announcer Guy didn't say I'm going to go now or anything. I didn't do any of that usually, but because I'm so excited about the Legos. And uh, so, Mr. Announcer Guy, you're still here?
1: Yeah, man. I'm just waiting around for you to say thanks, dude. And then I say, I'm going to go now. Sorry. Thanks,
0: dude. Or thanks, thanks, man. Or what no, you call me dude. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy.
1: You got it, dude. I'm going to go now and play with Legos. Okay. There he goes. Okay. Sorry. Alright.
0: So, anyways, I thought it would be fun to just talk about my Lego experiences, my Lego stories, and the characters I've got to play and how it's all changed and progressed because everybody is really enjoying this game. I've looked at some clips of it online. I haven't played the game yet because I don't have any... I don't have Xbox. I don't have PlayStation. I don't have any of those. I just... I I don't. Uh, I used to. I'm more old school. I like to play old-fashioned video games and stuff. We have the stand-up... Thing here we used to have a full arcade in the house before but now we just have one machine that has most of the games that we had in our full arcade before but yeah we had a in one of our houses we had a room that was dedicated to just stand-up arcade games like from when i was a kid because it was always my dream as a kid and i was fortunate enough to be able to buy all of those so i had a donkey kong a frogger i had a joust bowling centipede missile command all those games But Donkey Kong was one of my favorites. Joust and Berserk. Oh, I loved all those. So now we just have one Pac-Man machine. It's a stand-up machine, and it's in our living room. And it has 28 different games on it. So it's got Dig Dug and Pac-Man and Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. And Space Invaders and Galaga. Everybody loves Galaga. That one's pretty pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty good. I think I still have the high score on that. Although my daughter may have beat me now. My daughter is insane on Ms. Pac-Man. She has the high scores. No one can beat her. She's fantastic at Ms. Pac-Man. But so we don't really have the units. I have a Wii still, and we play some of the games because I did a lot of games for that. So I'm the voice of a lot of different characters, not just Lego characters, but like I've been very blessed to be the voice of Hiccup Haddock for all the How to Train Your Dragon stuff. So I'm, I'm Hiccup because Jay Baruchel is the voice of Hiccup in the movies and on the TV show, although sometimes it's me and I am him throughout all the games. So Toothless, come on, let's go on an adventure. Oh, but but don't forget, I'm also the voice of Fishlegs in all the How to Train Your Dragon games and stuff too when it's not Christopher mintz Place. That's right, Fishlegs. So I'm Hiccup and I'm Fishlegs. So that's pretty cool, right? I think it's pretty cool. Thanks, guys, for coming in. <laughs> so we have the Wii How to Train Your Dragon games. We have the Star Wars ones where you, the lightsaber battle. Ooh, we loved the Clone Wars lightsaber duel. My daughter loves that one. She loves to play other characters. She loves to play Ventress and beat up Obi-Wan, which I feel is not cool. Then she likes to be Ahsoka and beat up Plo Koon, because I'm Plo Koon and I'm Obi-Wan. And so, as I was saying, I've been both Lego Obi-Wan and Plo Koon. But then I was also, I was in another one of the original Clone Wars ones. I was the, the doctor that Michael York played him in the show. And I got to do his Lego version. What was it? That was from the the moon. It was, was season one of Clone Wars. Michael York, you know Michael York, Michael York, and he has a wonderful British accent, and it was wonderful to work with him. He actually was with us in the studio. He worked with us in the studio. He was Doctor Nuvo Vindi, and so I played Nuvo Vindi, the Lego version of Doctor Nuvo Vindi. Yes.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: He did that a lot in the in Clone Wars. Remember the first season. And we, and Michael York was kind enough he came in and recorded with all of us and I remember Catherine Tabor and I were like geeking out cuz it's Michael York. Logan's Run and all that stuff, man. He's he's a wonderful actor. He was so sweet and he was he was just a a wonderful person to work with. Got to work with a lot of wonderful people in Clone Wars times. And so uh, I'm still playing with Legos as I talk to y'all. Sorry. <laughs> They're addictive. So I have been Lego. Oh, I'm Lego Spider Man. I'm Lego Professor Charles Xavier, Professor X. I've been Lego him. I'm Lego Silver Surfer. That's pretty cool. Lego Silver Surfer. I'm also the Silver Surfer regular, and I've been regular Spider Man and regular, but regular Flash and all of them. But I've played Lego versions of all of them as well for all the games that have come out throughout the various years and stuff. And so I've been very blessed to be a lot of wonderful Lego characters. And it's fun. I wonder how many times I've said Lego in this episode already. I should have had Billy count. Hey, Billy. Uh, yes, Mr. James, sir. Uh, just James. Lego James, sir. Yeah, okay, that's all right. It'd be funny if it was a Lego version of me. Anyways, Billy, maybe you can give a count of how many times I say Lego in this. Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. I'll start keeping track, sir. Right, right away, sir. Lego, 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 Lego. Oh, that was five. Oh, wow, you're fast. Okay, Billy, let me know. Oh, yes, sir, I'll keep track, sir. Okay. So I think there's just something wonderfully imaginative about the Legos and the fact that you can build anything and, you know, it just took off. Have you, I don't know if you've ever watched any, there's some wonderful documentaries about Legos and stuff too. I've watched a few of those and seen how the company changed and grew because it was kind of like a company that was, you know, becoming passe and, and, and then all of a sudden they had this regrowth and rebirth and now they got the movies and all this stuff. And I think it's wonderful because they're just they're such a creative thing, and people are quite obsessed with them. And, I mean, like brilliant scientists and stuff love Legos and make things. I've met a lot of different people, like some of the, the folks from Mythbusters and stuff, too, and they love all that. And Boy, I, so they're just fun. They're fun, and they they spawn a lot of ideas, and I think it's really brilliant. Oh, I was in – there's a show on Nickelodeon called Lego City Adventures, and I, I play – many characters on that the narrator as well as the doorman uh, tippy doorman i am tippy doorman and yes oh welcome to lego city adventures and he yeah he has that kind of he will open a door this way and that way and and if you ever watch lego city adventures and you see tippy there's a kind of a surprise storyline with him i won't give it away here no spoilers but anyways lots of different lego characters through the years i've got to play and it's been a lot of fun but everybody so here's what i'm finding people are doing with this new lego star wars skywalker saga game i want to get all the names right cuz that's the other they always do that with these it's lego like dc universe justice league you know they have these long titles but with the star wars one i'm noticing online now there's people that are taking our voices because so when we recorded this game which was a couple years ago now. It was before we had all of the, you know, pandemic and all that stuff going on and everybody was on lockdown. We started recording this game way before that. It was a good, I want to say it was a good year before that probably. And so it has been in the works for a very long time and God bless all the good folks at Lego and, and Lucasfilm that have put it all together and made it all happen and put this thing together. It looks beautiful. It really looks beautiful. And so I get a call, And Matthew Wood, you know Matthew Wood, Academy Award nominated sound designer, the voice of General Grievous and all the battle droids and all of that for Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and the Star Wars movies. Pretty cool. He was Grievous. And Matt is a great guy. He's uh, responsible for my voice being in all of The Force Awakens and. Skywalker, all the Last Jedi and all of the Skywalker stories, as well as the Han Solo movie, as well as Rogue One. The last five Star Wars movies, my voice has been in there as various characters and such, thanks to Matt Wood. So, uh, my thanks to him. And he was the one directing me on the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga video game. So, we went in and it was at a studio what was that? Uh, I'm trying to remember where we uh, side LA, I think is the name of the studio was out in Los Angeles and it was down in Santa Monica. And I got in the car, drove out to side LA and met with Matt and Matt was there. And I was there. This is before the dog times, before we all had to uh, only work from home. And, it was great fun because what he was doing was, you know, he was telling me about this game. I didn't really know anything about the game at the time. I didn't really understand exactly what was happening except they were making a Lego game that was going to recreate all of the movies. So he's playing me all the lines from the film. So everybody's taking our dialogue and matching it up now. They're taking our people. Have, the other thing that amazes me all with all of you is how many people played through the game instantly. Like the game came out one day and then... The next day, people already were putting up clips of, like, you know, the end of the game and stuff. that people had played it. So, really fascinating how people just jump right on it. But cut back to, you know, probably 2018, 2019, I think, when I had my first record for it. And we are in the studio at Site LA. And Matt Wood is there. And he's directing me. And he has all the clips of Ewan from all the various Star Wars prequels. And he's playing them for me. And so it was just kind of one of these things of like, they play it then I repeat it. And it's kind of how I learned to do the voice of Obi-Wan. So, you know, they play, hello there. And I'd say, hello there. And we gave varied versions. So now you'll notice in the game, I think I've noticed on the game, my hello there is not the same as his hello there, which is more like what I just did. His hello there is more, hello there. And in the game, I think I go, hello there or hello there. It's just a little different. And the reason being was they, so they would play the clip for me and then I would repeat it as close as I could to matching everything from that, right? And then they would say, but give us an a B and a C take. So in voiceover, when you do a take, they'll call it like take one if it's the first take or take two if it's the second take, right? But then you do what we call an A, B, and a C version within that take, So it's kind of like a subtitle, right? So take one ABC, they would say. Now, that doesn't mean like the TV station ABC. It's you're doing an A version, a B version, and a C version in that single take. I know it sounds very complex, but instead, so they'd go, okay, James, here's how it's going to work. Matt would say, all right, James. Uh, I'm going to play the the clip, and then you go ahead and repeat right after you hear it. Repeat it back, and then give us two other takes afterwards. So here we go, James. This is Obi-Wan. Hello there. Take one, A, B, and C. And then they'd play, hello there. And then I'd say, hello there. Hello there. Hello there. So I'd give them varied versions, and then they would choose which version they like. So on some of the lines of dialogue, you'll notice I don't match, or Matt doesn't match, or I, you know... Cat doesn't match. We don't match exactly what was done in the movie because we also gave them different versions of it. We tried to give them ones that matched as closely as possible to the original. You are the chosen one! You know, that. And then... I would say, you are the chosen one, or I might, I might go, you are the chosen one. I might give them different versions to let them choose, but then they went with the ones that were, uh, you know, I've, I've seen the scenes now, and it looks as though they've gone with the ones, for the most part, that match the movie, especially with the way people are now pulling those lines out and dropping them into the movie, which I think is kind of funny. They're redubbing the movie with our voices kind of funny and look everybody that has been very very kind to me on the comments i've seen on a lot of these where people have been saying how it matches you and stuff and that's fine you know i mean that's that's what i do but the other thing you know for people that are like it doesn't have the same heart or it doesn't have the same well you have to imagine again too i'm in a booth i'm listening and it's doing that they're playing me the clip and then i'm repeating the clip back so when I'm trying to just emulate exactly what somebody did, it's just like any other voice doubling that I do. Where I will double, like, like I was just talking about Jay Baruchel or Christopher mintz Place for How to Train Your Dragon. Or
1: well, for many years, I've doubled Johnny Depp for many different
0: things. So they'll play a clip, you play it, you read it back, you say it back the same way. And in the world of Star Wars, there's been a lot of that for uh, Obi-Wan specifically for that stuff. I I think we did some of that in Battlefront 2 as well, where they would play me a clip and then I would go back and do it, where we had to do lines from the movie. Although in that, I don't believe they had the clips. I believe most of that was me going from memory because what you also have to remember is every time when we would do Star Wars The Clone Wars, on my way to the sessions, I would listen to a, a playlist that I made of every one of Ewan McGregor's lines from all of three of the movies. And I would just listen to those over and over. So I, I have them kind of embedded in my memory as to how he said them. And so I repeat them back. And so they were like, when we were doing Battlefront 2, which was several years ago now, that was probably, that was easily three years ago, 2018, probably 2019. They would say, oh, here's, they'd give me the script and the script would be, you know, I have a bad feeling about this. And so I would say, I have a bad feeling about this cuz I remembered how he said it. So that's that's how it would work, but in the Lego version, the Skywalker saga, they were playing the clips for me back and then I would repeat. And they did the same with Matt, they did the same with Tom Kane, God bless my my dear friend Tom Kane. And everybody's comments have been so wonderful with Tom because this is some of his last work that, you know, uh, Tom, for those of you that don't know, had a stroke uh, a little while back and is unable to speak the same as he had before. But he retired early because of that stroke. And so God bless him. He's just he's one of the sweetest folks you'll ever meet. And he's such a huge Star Wars fan. And so I know that it really did his heart good to know that uh, we get to hear his Yoda and such in this. He does an amazing job. He does an amazing job. And Matt Lanter does an amazing job. And Catherine Tabor does an amazing job. There's all these wonderful, you know, parts in there that and Dee and Matt would and everybody, you know, uh, T.C. Carson doing um, Mace Windu and Corey Burton doing Dooku. And of course, Ashley uh, would be. I, I don't know. Is Ahsoka in this? I don't think Ahsoka's is probably not in this saga then, is she? That's weird to me. But anyways, so it was a lot of fun recreating scenes from all these movies, from the prequels, after all these years of playing these characters. And then we got to go ahead and go in the studio and recreate scenes that we never had done before and kind of put our own spin on them. And so, you know, that's what we did. And then on a lot of them, though, I didn't put my own spin on it. I just did it the way that Ewan did it. So that's where that's coming from with if you're watching these clips but if you get a chance and you haven't seen them yet you know go to YouTube and look for like the scenes from these and people are already redubbing them there's what is there there's one on Instagram let me see if I can find it there's somebody on Instagram that has been uh, doing these clips cinematic captures on Instagram they're taking clips of the, the stuff with our voices let's see you
1: have done that yourself only a Sith deals in absolutes I will do
0: as I must. So, yeah, so they they took our lines and they dropped them into the film because they're in time, you see. So they're the same basic acting beats. They're, they take the same amount of time because we matched that before. So... That's that's uh, it. Sounds very complex, but in it, basically I'm in a booth like this. They play me the clip. I repeat it back as close as possible to the original as I can, and that's what we do as voice actors a lot of times when we're redubbing a movie. Or, you know, I've been uh, people like David. Sp- I've been David Spade's voice double for many years, and so anytime David Spade is in a movie where he does curse words, I'm the guy that comes in and takes them out. So um, I've done uh, Billy Bob Thornton. I was his double for many years doing this same thing. And so uh, (laughs) it's funny because I don't cuss in real life. And so I I get to be the guy that takes the the curse words out of things. So I kind of like that. I think that's fun. That's funny. (laughs) But anyways, so uh, that's the same kind of process where they play you the clip from the movie, you watch the clip, and then you try to repeat it back as closely as possible. Nicolas Cage, I did a lot of Nicolas Cage's doubling for years in the past. Um, Let's see, Christopher Walken, uh, Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox. I get to double all these various people. I guess I should say... So, Christopher Walken, I should say his
1: name as him. You know, crazy. Uh, Great Scott, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future, Dr. Emmett Brown. I played Dr. Emmett Brown when he was... Before he was Dr.
0: Emmett Brown, and he was just young Brown, Emmett Brown, and in the Back to the Future video game. And Christopher Lloyd played old Doc Brown or regular Doc Brown. In the game as well. And then there's a couple of little spots in that game where it's me doing his voice. But anyways, see if you can figure those out. But yeah, so that's what you do. You you double the people, you hear their voice, you... And it's, it's it's one of those things I've always had a, a strange little gift. I mean, again, I say I'm blessed to do it. I'm blessed that I'm able to hear stuff and mimic it back. It's just been, I have a particular set of skills. But <laughs> there you go. So I have a particular set of skills with hearing voices and then being able to repeat them back. And so that's that came in handy when we were doing this Skywalker Saga game because I was repeating a lot of that. And then a lot of the dialogue was also... New dialogue, I believe, and we are some some new. And, you know, we've done some other cool Lego Star Wars ones over the last couple of years, too. We had the Halloween special. They had the holiday special. They've had all sorts of different Lego videos that have come out, and I've got to play Obi-Wan in those, which I'm I'm very, very grateful for. And Plo Koon hasn't really shown up in much of these. I wish he had. And Plo Koon didn't speak in the prequels, so he only spoke in Clone Wars. So that was a drag because I didn't get to really do Plo Koon in this Skywalker saga, although I know Plo Koon's in the game. But anyways, so I would hope someday maybe they might they might do a, a retelling or a telling of the Ahsoka and Plo Koon story. I think that would be great, wouldn't it? As an animated thing. Oh boy, that would be cool. And I'd love I would love to be honored to be the voice of Plo Koon in any of that. But sadly, you know, the the whole rumor is, spoiler alert, that, you know, Plo Koon didn't make it through the whole Order 66 there. It looks as though his ship goes down. Although I, along with many other Plo Koon fans, are holding out that Plo survived and and got out of that ship in time. If Darth Maul can survive being cut in half by old Obi-Wan, then I think Plo Koon could survive that shipwreck after Order 66, right? (laughs) Let's drink some water. Anyways, so I remember, I remember doing Lego Batman, that one, which I was talking about. That was the the first Lego game that I did. And again, the thing that was fun about it was I was not aware that I was just supposed to m- mutter and mumble until about halfway through the game. Colette Sunderman was the director and Colette is a wonderful person and a great casting director and, and director of video games and voice. And she actually, you know, Colette's the one that first cast me as Obi-Wan Kenobi because she directed me in the original Clone Wars micro series. And so she had cast me as Obi-Wan in that. So thank you to Colette Sunderman for that. But she cast me as Robin in Lego Batman. And I remember halfway through, we were recording it at my friend Rita's studio out in Burbank. That is, oh, Skylark. Skylark Studios. Yes. We recorded there, Lego Batman. And I, I was doing, hmm. <laughs> And I finally go, well, does, are there any lines? And they're like, no, these guys just mutter. They mumble through the whole thing. And so after doing an entire Lego game like that, I got it. I figured it out. And so then I ended up doing many other Lego games where I was muttering, mumbling, all that fun stuff. And I remember doing the Lego Star Wars Clone Wars ones where I did Plo and Dr. Nouveau and Obi-Wan for those games. And I did those for my home studio, I remember, as well. So that's funny. I bet I have the master tracks of all that still somewhere, which is fun. So it's just Obi-Wan, you know, muttering, mumbling, mumbling and stuff. So I I don't know if they pulled all of that from old sessions or if I did a bunch. I think I did with Matt Wood when we did the Skywalker saga. I think he had me do a bunch of mutters and mumbles and all of that too. But it's, it's so that's fun. It, what they'll do with those in a, in a game is the script will say confused. And so you go, hmm, ugh, ugh. Oh, and the trick too with the muttering, mumbling is normally when you mumble, your mouth is is more closed, so you would
1: mmm,
0: but it's hard to get every bit of emotion out with your mouth closed. So you have to cheat it. That's what we say. We'll say, oh, I, I'm going to cheat it a little, which means my mouth will be open, but I'll be making the sound as though my mouth is closed. So when Obi Wan does a, you know, like a hmm, I'll go hmm, and and it comes out. That you can hear the difference. Here's my mouth closed hmm, and here's my mouth open. Uh-huh. It's just, it's very subtle, but what it does, he makes it a little more present. And so then he might, he might, you know, Obi-Wan might uh, see something he's interested in and,
1: mm? uh, uh, um, uh.
0: you know, so you just do these and they give little directions like that. Happy Obi-Wan. And he's, so you just give all these various little mutters and mumbles and then they take those and they drop them in place in the game. And so that's kind of fun that you have that version of the game you can play as well. But I like playing with the voices up and hearing all of everybody's performances because that's the fun thing. So I've been going online and I've been watching the videos of everything lately too. And I just think it's great fun to see everybody having fun with all of that. It reminds me of something. I, My friend Joseph Scrimshaw, you may know Joseph. He has a wonderful podcast called Obsessed. I've been a guest on it many times. And Joseph is a wonderful writer as well. He's a comedian and a writer and a podcaster and an actor and a performer and a director and a stage uh, director as well. And so I talked with Joseph probably about two and a half, three years ago, I guess three years ago. It was before, again, the the shutdown. And I had an idea to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi stage show. And I wanted to be able to take this as like a bonus at Comic-Cons and stuff, where Obi-Wan Kenobi tells the story of Star Wars, episodes one through six, just the prequels, Phantom Menace through Return of the Jedi. And it's it's from a certain point of view. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi telling the story of Star Wars from a certain point of view. Just those six movies, and just up to there. And it was going to be a one-man stage show where I come out, hello there, oh, You know, as though he's sitting at a campfire on Tatooine telling stories, uh, regaling us with stories about Star Wars. And so Joseph and I talked about this, met about this, and and he wrote a wonderful, wonderful script. It's a big script, and it tells the story, and it combines all six of the first movies as well as the stories of Clone Wars in it. And it's just Obi-Wan narrating the story of Star Wars. Then, of course, you know, he writes this wonderful script. We start kind of trying to work on it and try to get it all ready because what I was going to try to do then was get it all ready and then pitch it to the folks at Disney and Lucasfilm and see if they would be interested in, you know, letting me do that. Because, you know, you have to get everything approved and because it's theirs. It's not mine. It's theirs. I don't own any of this. And, you know, I just am the fortunate guy, very lucky to be able to provide the voice for stuff. So. Anyways, you know, the pandemic hit and stuff, and there was just no chance of doing that. But I was reminded uh, recently of the script, and I thought, my goodness, it's just sitting there, and you've got the Kenobi series is about to come out. And so I started recording the audio, just audio, of Obi-Wan telling the story of Star Wars from Joseph's script. And I'm still recording it now, and I'm going to see if we can get it out there and maybe just put put it up as an audio adventure on my YouTube channel. But it is a piece of fan work, and fans do fan films and such. So it's just a piece it's it's a love story. it's a it's a thank you from Joseph Scrimshaw and myself to the world of Star Wars and to all that they've created. And it's our just little way of saying thanks and and stuff. So we'll see maybe I'll be able to put that out here at some point. So all of you that are interested in hearing that, you know, let me know in the comments. but uh, we'll we'll see what happens with it kind of off on a tangent there. I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but i just talking about Obi-Wan and, and the various stories there. I know everybody's looking forward to the new Kenobi series, and I guess they changed the date. I thought it was interesting. So I had, I had planned, I, I don't know if any of you saw my YouTube channel. I put out, it's on my Instagram as well. I think I put it, it might be on my Twitter as well. I put a link at least to my YouTube of a video of, you know, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan looking through the binoculars, like from the trailer, and then seeing me in my booth waving, going, hello there. It's just fun. Look, I am, I'm the goofball. I'm, I'm the goofball Obi-Wan. Ewan's the on camera. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi. The thing that's about it all is I've been very, very blessed to be the voice of Obi-Wan for over, well, for 20 years now and through various things and through, you know, from Clone Wars and, and video games and toys and special attractions, all this stuff. So, I'm associated with the character of Obi-Wan. I know the character pretty darn well and I love the character. I'm very passionate about him. But I also realize I'm not a movie star and that's saved for Hugh McGregor and that's saved for the, the films and now this series and that I understand that. I respect that. I, I, I know my part. Uh, you know, I am, I am but a mere voice actor. So. I try to just have fun with the things that I am in and do. And so that's why I released that little trailer. And hopefully you got a little chuckle on April 1st. But it was funny. They, of course, released a trailer on April 1st as well with and McGregor saying the date of the series has changed from, what, the 25th to the 27th. And I was like, guys, why did you release that on April Fool's Day? Everybody's going to think it's a joke. And I didn't want it to seem like, now here I'm releasing an Obi-Wan trailer on, on April Fool's Day. So I was like, oh, man. Anyways, you do what you can. It's a fun little world, and I just never want to rock the boat. I don't ever want to, you know, cause trouble or anything, but I do my best to just try to give you all some fun moments as Obi-Wan, and I'm just, I'm very, very grateful. I I hope I get to voice him more and more throughout things through the years. I was was so honored to voice him in this uh, Skywalker saga. And I'm so glad that everybody's really enjoying it. And we did, so getting back to the stories on that, we did all of that recording before the pandemic, and then there were pickup lines. Now, there's always pickup lines when you voice a game or a show. And what do I mean by pickup lines? That means... Uh, stuff that they missed, stuff that they need recut, things that didn't really work out with the first session. They changed their ideas. They added some dialogue. There's fight scenes that they didn't get sound for. So we did do, I think, at least one session from my home studio during the pandemic. And I had to recreate essentially the exact same setup we had in the studio at Side LA when we recorded the dialogue before. And Matt was on line with me in my in my headphones, we were patched in, probably on Zoom or something. And I, so I had the same microphone, I set the mic up in the same way. I remember I had to take pictures and send it to them and show them, this is exactly how we're doing it. It should match up just the same way and all, and should match sound wise. So some of the dialogue in the Skywalker Saga game it was recorded for my home studio, and some was recorded at, uh, most of it was recorded at Side L.A., out in L.A., before the pandemic hit, and then some of it was recorded after the pandemic hit uh, for my home studio, because since that point, this is so crazy, it's been two years since I've been in a studio with other people. Uh, I've been just in my little padded room here, as I am now, talking to myself, just doing this, this way, and then patched in via you know, Zoom or uh, stuff we call IPDTL, which is a way of doing it. And also source connect and just various ways, phone patches. So that's how we record games. That's how we record shows. That's how we record anything voiceover now is from a home studio. And look, the truth is, is I love that because I have a beautiful home studio. I've made it as the same quality as any of the studios I would have been in, in Los Angeles before. And I don't live in LA anymore. And so Now it's just patching in here and I have a vast array of microphones and technology to make it this because this is what I do and I'm a nerd for it and I love it. So I need to do like a bigger tour of my studio I guess for all of you. I did a couple little ones here but I need to do a more in-depth you know tour on YouTube of my studio. And hey hey, everybody if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening on YouTube and you go to the comments, give me a comment on what types of videos you'd like me to be making on my YouTube channel now because I'm starting to make more content for the channel again. I'd taken a break from it for a long time time and I'm starting to make stuff again but I want to know what you guys like the last stuff I did was you know just trying to like do daily encouragements I read a little scripture and stuff too and talked about my faith a little I talked about my faith in the last episode of the podcast and I know you know what's really interesting about that what's really interesting about that was when I did I lost about 60 subscribers to my channel to my YouTube channel I noticed specifically because they give you the analytics and you can see that so you know it's part of who I am. So I do talk about it from time to time. And that's that particular episode was specific to that because of my talking about my friend, Tom Kell and his music and playing the music, but also because that's just, you know, what I felt called to do. I never know what I'm going to do in each episode of this podcast until I walk in the booth to do it. And As I walked in the booth today, I thought, you know, well, I I take that back on today's episode. I knew I was going to talk a bit about Lego, but I was like, you know what? I had to grab my Legos and bring them in and just to have fun and have Hank play with Legos and all that. So I make that up as I'm walking into the booth. I, you know, I got in here and I put the headphones on and I went, no, no, wait, I'm going to get my Legos. And I went and got my Legos out of the other room because they're just in the other room where we have, we have a big linen closet in our room that we've made a little gym it's just a bedroom but we've turned it into like a little home gym and we have a closet in there that holds our linens and it also holds all of our board games because we love board games at the taylor house and i have my my big bucket of legos in there so i grabbed those and brought them in because i never know what i'm going to talk about and last week i really struggled with what should i talk about what should i you know whatever and i had a real pressing feeling on my on my heart to talk about my faith, to talk about my friend Tom Kell, and to kind of process through all of that. So it was very good for me. I, I appreciate all of you listening to the podcast. I appreciate all your comments and such. And, you know, I do this, uh, this show is called Talking to Myself because it really is for me. It is kind of a therapy for me as a way to kind of talk through things. And so it is a little more intimate than anything else you're ever going to see or hear me on. And I appreciate all of you that stick with me through it. I'm bummed out when I lose subscribers f- for that. But at the same time, I guess it wasn't for them. And, and you know, God bless them. Uh, so, you know, I'm still trying to hit 100,000. I'm so close to 100,000 subscribers. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get closer after releasing the uh, little Obi-Wan Hello There uh, trailer thing. And nope, nope, because I had lost all uh, a bunch of them from, from the podcast earlier in the week. So you know, whatever. That's the way it is. If I never hit 100,000, I never hit 100,000. I just, I would love to because I'd love to share content with you all. So getting back to that, let me know what kind of content you'd like to see. You can put a post-it on the comments here. If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else, you can go over to the YouTube, click on this episode and uh, in the comments, leave a comment of the type of content you'd like to see me producing on my YouTube channel. And for that matter, you can also leave a comment of what you'd like me to talk about on the podcast. The podcast, I try to kind of vary it up. This episode is more fun. I'm talking about Lego and stuff. Uh, You know, every few episodes, I might talk about my faith. Another episode, I might talk only about Ratchet & Clank or Final Fantasy. This one's more Star Wars-centric because we don't have any. Ooh, but that would be fun, wouldn't it? A Ratchet & Clank. Lego Ratchet and Clank? That'd be fun. Or Lego Final Fantasy? Man, it seems to me like Lego and Final Fantasy Square Enix, man, they should talk. Because wouldn't that be cool to reissue? <laughs> Could you imagine Lego Titus Ha ha ha! That would be fun. Okay, sorry. For those of you that don't know Final Fantasy, you'll have to look that up. There's a whole laugh thing and all that. But anyways, it's been fun telling my Lego stories with y'all. I hope I haven't just rambled on too much, but I so appreciate all of you listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Having fun with me building Legos. Kids are just amazing with Legos now. I, you know, I thought I was cool making little buildings, but, <laughs> and oh, look at got the windows. These are the little windows. Aren't those the coolest with the little shutters on them and stuff? Love the Legos. So anyways, all of you that have not played the Lego Star Wars game, you can check out the videos of it on YouTube and see some of our work in them because we had a lot of fun recreating scenes from all the prequels. It was a lot of fun. And it always is. And I'm, I'm blessed to do it. Happy to do it. I hope we get to do some more LEGO uh, DC Justice League stuff because we haven't done any of that in a while. I loved all of those. I love playing LEGO Flash. So... There you go. That's me in a nutshell. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hope you subscribe. Hope you take some time to go. And if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Spread the word and get, pick up some more people on the channel there to make up for the ones that left. You know, give me a thumbs up and a nice little review. You can give me reviews on Apple Podcasts. I sure appreciate a five-star review. That would really be wonderful. I'm going to be reading some of those reviews next time on the podcast. So, uh, because I've seen that some folks have written some new comments and stuff on there. So, next week, or not next week, the week after when I do another episode of the podcast where I'm going to be reading your comments and your your ratings and reviews of me on Apple Podcast and here on YouTube and probably some Instagram things as well. I'll probably post something on Instagram saying, if you have questions for me for the podcast, let me know. And then you can ask them there and then I will try to answer everybody's questions here. Try to make them brief. Try to make the comments and the questions brief. Don't, uh, you know, because that way it's easier for me to kind of process what you're asking. Don't ask more than one question in a question. You can uh, just ask one question at a time. And we'll probably do that next time here. So be looking for that. That'll be a lot of fun. And this time has been a lot of Lego fun. So thanks so much for joining me here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Hey, Mr. Announcer guy.
1: Yeah, James.
0: Legal mumbo jumbo. Lego legal mumbo jumbo.
1: You got it, dude. Talking to Myself, the James Arnold Taylor podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.
0: Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. All right, everybody. Enjoy. You know, go out and play with some Legos. It's fun. It's fun. Do something fun today, if nothing else. Uh, You know, you took some time and listened to the show. I hope you drank some water. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and I hope you deep-breathed and all of that, and I hope to see you back here for another episode of the James Arnold Taylor Podcast real soon. God bless you, and may the Force be with you, and may the Lego Force be with you, of course. And as Lego Obi-Wan would say... Goodbye there.